Good morning and welcome to the Brown Breakdown Week uh, 9 preview. Uh, apologies for the um, the delay. Apologies for the hashtag slipping. Um, had a busy week and, um, you know, every, shame, be, shame be is priority. The rest is just details, but uh, this week was a little bit busy. So I'm just getting around to the preview. Uh, we're going to forego the recap. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but, um, but yeah, that was a rough week for me. Um, you know, another Monday night loss. How many times can that happen in one year? Uh, I don't know. Um, I will recap just briefly. Inter reserve over BBAJ Brown, 96 to 87 and some change. Patron Saint, uh, walloped Corn Pop the Bad Dude in the highest scoring match of the week. Uh, Patron Saint coming in with the, uh, highest point total, I think, for the second week in a row, or, or maybe two out of three. Commission for Life of a Rocky Mountain Swamp Dog had a big Monday night performance, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe it was Sunday night. I don't remember. Jones is Cooking, big performance over Hollywood Shane B. NW Wolfpack, big performance over Team Turner. And finally, Riverboat Wand over Team Repco. So a lot of, a lot of triple-digit numbers this week. Uh, some of you guys are unfortunate to put up big numbers, i.e. Team Repco, i.e. Corn Pop the Bad Dude, i.e. Uh, Rocky Mountain Swamp Dogs. You know, uh, some weeks you did well more than enough to to take home the victory, but not last week. Um, the Jeff Brown Jeep Wagoneer uh, Manager of the Week Award goes to the patron saint of Shane, bringing down Corn Pop the Bad Dude, uh, 27 127.36 to 119.1. And the Crapper of the Week award goes to... Da, 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 da. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Team Bat. Uh, and really, no reason other than you have the lowest score for the week. So there's that. All right, let's see here. Week 9. Coming at you. All right, I would like to give a shout-out to Ace Landworks. Uh, Ace Landworks will be sponsoring the game of the week this week. Uh, Ace, Bill, uh, Ace Landworks, and, and Bill, uh, they do a great job down there uh, with all those landwork needs. And uh, we appreciate the sponsorship of the matchup of the week. Uh, and then in the upset of the week, you know, staying in the family is coming from the Davis Love Foundation. So big shout out to DL3 and his support of the Rip Shack uh, with his. Uh, with his sponsorship of the Upset of the Week Award. All right, let's start off with Corn Pop, the bad dude, against Rocky Mountain Swamp Dogs. Corn Pop sliding a little recently, coming in at 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Rocky Mountain Swamp Dogs at 5-3. and three. Uh, And this looks like a pretty evenly matched up um, game this week. We've got Corn Pop, Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, uh, Jalen Waddell, uh, da 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 who is that? Marvin Jones? He's still around? Marvin Jones Jr., Curtis Samuel, Taysom Hill at the tight end position, Darren Waller in the flex, and Josh Reynolds uh, in the other flex position. You know, um, having Saquon on a bye, having Marquise Brown injured, and um, yeah, really that's a, you know, comes down to uh, Josh Reynolds or Will Deasley. And we know you've you started Will Disley in the past, and we're glad that you don't have to start Will Disley this week. All right, let's see. Going over to Rocky Mountain, Tua Tagovailoa, Austin Eckler, Raheem Mozart, uh, Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, Christian Kirk, Noah Fant, Jacoby Myers, Michael Carter. 
You know, got a couple on by Dalton Schultz, uh, Jerry Judy, and Brand, Brandon Ayuk, uh, along with the uh, George Pickens from the Steelers. You know, and I've said it, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Rocky Mountain's roster is coming together. You know, you get a healthy Tua. Uh, you get a Raheem Mostert that doesn't have to worry about Chase Edmonds anymore. Now he he is going to have to worry about Jeff Wilson, but you know they did this little um, this little dance over in San Francisco a few years back, and I think Raheem is going to continue to um, do his thing over in Miami uh, in Chicago this week against the Bears. Mike Evans, the go to with Tom Thomas Brady, uh, Gabe Davis. You know he's a lock because um, he's got big play upside every week. Christian Kirk, same thing with him. Not quite as good as Gabe Davis and Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen, but uh, he's got big play upside. Noah Fant, you hope that he can maybe get into the end zone or, or catch a few before he falls down. Kobe Myers has become um, you know, a stud there uh, for New England. There's not anybody else to catch the ball, and, and Jacoby is the guy. And then Michael Carter, you know, with Brees Hall out, Michael Carter, um, you know, he gets a fair share of the touches, uh, at least until James Robinson is really like the number one in the lineup. And he's getting close. So this may be the last week that Michael Carter is available. So, yeah, so the win um, percentages, Corn Pop 51, uh, Rocky Mountain 49. I'm going to stick with Rocky Mountain. Skylar, you know I love you. Uh, you know when you're my boy. Um, but um, but Rocky is going to take you down this week. All right, here we go. Hollywood, Shane B coming in at 2-6. and six. Patron Saint of Shane coming in at 4-4. Four and four. Win probability, uh, Hollywood Shane B, 54, Patron Saint, 46. And a lot of that is because Patron Saint had to start Davis Mills last night and Devonta Smith. And neither Davis Mills nor Devonta Smith really did a whole lot. So, you know, I've said it before, Thursday night is a pivotal game for the locker room. And if you can get a good start on Thursday night, then your guys really rally around that. If you don't get a good start on Thursday night, you know, it, it, um, it it makes you it brings a concern on Sunday, and I think that Patron Saint needs to have concern on Sunday because you know I don't know how his guys are going to respond to a tough showing on Thursday night. But he's got Leonard Fournette and Devin Singletary going. You never know what you're going to get with Devin. You know, are the Bills going to run it? Are the Bills going to throw it a thousand times? Well, we don't know. Amal Ross St. Brown, we're still waiting on his breakout game after that injury, and I think this could be it against the Packers. I think that's going to be a solid showdown. You know, under the under the roof in Detroit, don't have to worry about. Excuse me. The weather, don't have to worry about any of that. Uh, I think Amara Ra is going to come back to uh, stardom this week. Um, we got Juju. Smith-Schuster, will Kadarius Tony do anything to, um, you know, do anything to uh, take touches, take take uh, targets away from Juju? Not yet. I don't think so. Uh, you got Gerald Everett. You got Chuba Hubbard, who had like 1,000 points. Uh, no, he didn't have 1,000 points last week. I think that was Devante. Deontay? Devante? Somebody foreman. Uh, oh, who you got next? Yeah, uh, Deontay Foreman had 31.8 points. Yeah, he was the stud last week. So you got both of the Panthers running backs, you know, going against the Bengals. Uh, and I think Nick Chubb ran all over them uh, last week. So you figure, um, you know, that they've got a chance to put up some numbers as well. Uh, but you got to recover. You got to do something to pick up the slack from Davis Mills and Devontae Smith. Shooting over to the other side of the lineup, we got Hollywood Shane B, Tyler Heineke, Joe Mixon, uh, Jamal Williams, uh, Tyreek Hill, Chris Chase Claypool, not Chris, Chase Claypool, who's now with the Bears, I think. I think Chase Claypool's with the Bears now. Yeah, Bears. Uh, Marque- Mar- Marquez Callaway, um, Zach Ertz, James Robinson, and Corey Davis are your starting uh, crew for Hollywood, we've got a couple of issues uh, in the bye week with um, 
Daniel Jones and Najee Harris. Um, but yeah, there's really not, you know, they, they haven't been huge this week. So, you know, not, not too much worry there with the bye week. Um, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of question marks. You've got a lot of coin flips. And sometimes they're going to work out, sometimes they're not. And that's specifically uh, Marquez Callaway and Corey Davis. Um, and even, you know, Chase Claypool to an extent. We don't know what the offense is going to look like in Chicago with him there. Um, you know, what his route tree will be. Um, you know, will it be, uh, will it be pretty much just, um, say hike and throw the Hail Mary to him and he can run as fast as he can? I, I don't know. Justin Fields isn't, hasn't been known to, to really, uh, cut, cut it loose. And so, you know, Chase Claypool is the one guy on the roster that I'm really not sure what's going to, what it's going to look like. But right now, with the projected totals of 78.7 and 73.1, um, Shane B is, is favored to win, but, you know, I'm going to have to go with the Patriots Saint. I think Patriots Saint's going to put up the numbers and, and get that dub and move to five and four. Hollywood Shane B, uh, I'm sorry, but you're going to move to two and seven. All right. Who we got? Team Turner against Kamish Foley. Team Turner coming in at four and four. Kamish coming, coming in at six and two. You know, this is the Ace Landworks matchup of the week and and really if you look at the projected total it's it's pretty um you know horrific 78 to 75.9 but but the reason that this is the ace landworks game of the week matchup of the week is because of the rivalry that has uh become a thing with a commission for life and bat over the last you know 10 some odd years that we've been playing in this league and you know it's it's no uh it's no secret that these guys um you know they're competitors. They they like to battle and they like to stir up stir the pot a little bit. And I think that you know Kamish is is the pot stirrer and and Bat just straight up calls him out. And so that's why this is the Ace Land Works matchup of the week. So let's get into it. We've got Team Turner. It's going to be a quarterback matchup that you dream of with Patrick Mahomes against Lamar Jackson. Uh, and then we've got you know the battle of backups: Khalil Herbert and AJ Dillon. You know who's going to get more touches? Who's going to be able to, you know, find their way into the end zone? And then you've got uh, Ronnie Rivers for the uh, who's he play for? The Rams. Ronnie Rivers against Kenneth Walker the third. I think Kenneth Walker the third is the um, is the guy that's going to um, take that matchup. And I'm still a little bit bitter about Ken uh, do that 78 yard touchdown run in garbage time a couple weeks back to beat me. Uh, Devontae Adams against Keenan Allen. Y- you hope that Keenan Allen is is back and healthy. Uh, after the bye weeks, after uh, the injuries, he hadn't played. You know, he played week seven, but only had I think two targets. Mike Williams is now out. You got to figure that if Justin Herbert and the and the Chargers are going to be able to do anything against the Falcons, it's going to involve Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams. I think he's coming off a one catch, three yard performance. Um, you know, and and as a reminder, Devontae Adams was one of the Monday night um, miracles that beat me a few weeks back when he had like thirteen. Um, thousand yards and a couple touchdowns last minute. All right, next we got Adam Thielen D, uh, and DK Metcalf. Metcalf uh, appeared to be healthy last week. You know, got got a lion's share of the targets, got into the end zone. So I think I think we're good. Uh, we dodged a bullet there with DK. Uh, Nicole Hardman and Tyler Lockett. Um, Tyler Lockett is the the upside there. You know. I shouldn't say the upside. Tyler Lockett is the guarantee there. McCole Hardman does have some upside. And then you've got a battle of the Tylers. you got Tyler Higby against Tyler Conklin. I don't know which one. They're both, you know, average tight ends. Uh, maybe one of them get in the end zone. And then, interestingly enough, Team Turner's going with uh, Dontrell Hilliard and in the flex position. Um, you know, I guess he figures that, 
you know, they're going to need to throw the ball a little bit uh, out of the backfield against the Chiefs and maybe catch up mode. And so less Derrick Henry, more uh, Dontrell Hilliard is is what I would assume. And then DeAndre Carter, um, you know, with Mike Williams down, DeAndre Carter, you know, appears to be somebody that could pick up a few targets. And then the same thing over on the commission for life side with Allen Robinson III and Josh Palmer. Uh, Joshua Palmer, you know, picking it up where Mike Williams is out. And then Allen Robinson, I believe, got to the end zone last week, had seven targets. Nope, he didn't get into the end zone. It was, it was a couple weeks ago he got into the end zone. But uh, it appears to be he's gained a little bit of traction in that Rams offense. Um, you know, the bye week hurt hurts um, Kamish for life, certainly, um, because he has Nick Chubb on by. He's got Amari Cooper on by, Kareem Hunt on by, and Ezekiel Elliott on by. So this is the week that Bat can beat the current, um, you, you know, current league leader. And I think this is the week that Bats does. I'm taking Bat over Kamish for life. Uh, I think Bat does it. I think that you know his guys eat, and he um, is able to talk that smack against Kamish for life. I do know one thing. I do know that Bat will be taking snapshots of rosters every 15 minutes on Sunday. So if you want to know where Bat is, Bat is with his phone taking snapshots of uh, the roster situation for Commission for Life. So uh, you heard it here first, and you can put that in the bank. All right, next we've got Riverboat Juan against all of the Sutton Jones is cooking. And boy, all of the Sutton has come on strong now at four and four. Bill at five and three. Again, Bill, we want to thank you for uh, Ace Landworks sponsoring the matchup of the week. We also want to thank you for your um, uh, for your family uh, connection and getting Davis Love Foundation involved in the in the w- upset of the week this week. And for that, I'm calling it right now. Riverboat Juan, Bill Watley. When it comes to projections. All of a sudden, it hurts. Is up ninety nine point five to Riverboat Juan eighty six point six. But this is the matchup where we're going to have the upset of the week. I've got Riverboat Juan coming in, going to take down all of a sudden that Jones is cooking, uh, and that's going to be the Davis Love Foundation upset of the week. So we, let's see what we're going to do. Riverboat Juan, Jalen Hurts put up a twenty spot last night, solid start, and then Dallas Goddard got into the end zone late, I believe, with a hundred yard game. So you know, Bill has to love what is going on there in Philly, at least last night. You know, his projected point total isn't super high, and I think part of it is because Ramondre Stevenson is, you know, splitting carries with um, um, uh, Harris. What's the name? Damian Harris, I believe. But, you know, Ramondre is obvious clear number one there to me in New England. Um, and, and Bill is still waiting on Jonathan Taylor to uh, see what happens. You know, Zach Moss is now – uh, Zach Moss, I believe, is now in Indianapolis, um, I guess, is the number two. I don't think that's going to change a whole line. I think Zach Moss is garbage. Um, but, um, but I know that Bill is, is wanting to reap some of the benefits from the trade this year uh, when he gave up Nick Chubb, who has pretty much been dominant uh, as an RB1. Um, and so you, you got to figure that, uh, that Nick Chubb uh, – excuse me. That, sorry, my dog was eating – this thing but um you, you got to figure that jonathan taylor at some point is going to break out and wiley doesn't have to wait till next year when he get his, gets his draft pick um or whatever they worked out that won't end up happening next year all right cooper cup is, is he still banged up i don't know let me check with my guys my sources uh he did practice yesterday on a limited basis you know i'm not a bet man but i'm betting that cooper cup suits up against the, the um Buccaneers on Sunday in Tampa Bay. So it's, it's going to be it's going to be warm. You know he's not going to have to worry about you know muscle tightness or soreness uh, down there in Tampa. 
Um, it's going to be just pristine weather to play some football, and Cooper Cup's going to be ready. DJ Moore is coming on strong here lately. Devin Duvernay, I think he actually um, he got into the end zone maybe last week, uh, rushing, I believe. You know, he's, he's kind of an interesting play this week. Mike Gesicki, that guy's become, you know, a guy. And I told Bill that he could drop him early in the week. And, I, you know, I'm one that's going to call call it when I get it wrong, and I was wrong. Mike Gesicki has become a viable flex option for Bill. And then Daryl Henderson Jr., you know, he's one of those that I cringe when I watch him run. And I'm just saying that straight up. I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> I cringe when I watch him run. Um, but, yeah. Doesn't look like there's a whole lot of changes to be made uh, in your uh, in your bench spots. You're, you're still kind of just, uh, yeah, you got your guys. And uh, I think they're going to upset. All of a sudden, Jones is cooking. Marcus Mariota, I mean, this guy's the eighth best fantasy quarterback in the league. And that just blows my mind because he's garbage. Uh, Dalvin Cook is coming on recently. Aaron Jones had a solid game the last two weeks, I do believe. Had a ton of um, a, t- a ton of rushes against the Bills. You know, I think Aaron Jones is going to have to get going if Green Bay is going to have any success this year. Uh, Alan Lazard, uh, let's see here. Uh, you know, decent game last week. Needs to get in the end zone. Uh, you you got to figure Tyler Board, B- Board. Tyler Boyd um, is going to get an uptick with Jamar Chase. Um, with Jamar Chase now. Uh, out still a couple weeks. Uh, Matt Collins, you know, hit or miss. We'll see what he does. Kyle Pitts, you know, coming on strong here late. Got into the end zone last week. You know, the the volume appears to be uh, on the upswing, which is all you can ask for in that tight end position. And then Alvin Kamara, you know, it's it's a um, it, you know it's a law of averages. And you figure when a guy as good as Alvin Kamara doesn't get in the end zone, at some point he's going to get back into the end zone. And what that looks like is three times in the end zone last week for 33.8 points and propelling all of a sudden Jones is cooking to um, victory. And then Caleb Huntley, you know, he got a lot of carries last week. I I don't know what the Falcons rushing attack looks like. I don't watch the Falcons. We don't get the Falcons games here. I don't be, I don't track the beat. I know that RJ's you know full swing all in there and with the Atlanta Falcons. So uh, if he's playing them, then he's the guy. That's all I got to say because RJ has passion for the Falcons. So uh, you know, looking at the bye, Cortland Sutton, eh, he's on the bye. Doesn't really hurt you a whole lot. Deshaun Watson's on the bye. That does kind of hurt you um, since Deshaun um, has been so vital for you this year so far. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. You know, interesting to see what kind of role he has in um Miami now oh crap I got off and um you know but but not a whole lot of things I'd be changing for Jones is cooking you know he's obviously doing things the right way he's on a three-game winning streak but he's gonna get beat this week all right let's see we've got BBA Jay Brown uh two and six on a four-game losing skid against team Repco five and three coming off a loss last week projected totals 91.8 to 92.7, so we're 50-50 win probability. Team Repco had a solid performance from Damian Pierce last night. Didn't get into the end zone, but carried the ball 27 times, 139 yards. This guy's a beast. He is a beast. So solid performance. You know, I'm sure the guys are going to rally around. Doesn't look like um, uh, doesn't look like Team Repco, other than maybe Tony Pollard, is affected by the bye. So, you know, my luck continues, and I don't have to worry about, you know, playing teams when they're down. Uh, I want to make sure that I'm getting everybody at their full strength. We've got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we got Tyler Algier. Um, 
Again, that goes back to the Falcons thing and RJ. Uh, let's see here. Terry McLaurin, uh, Drake London, Chris Olave, Travis Kelsey, Antonio Gibson, Garrett Wilson. Uh, looks like Brandon Cooks. I don't think he played last night. Uh, yeah, it, he did not play. I could have sworn when I looked at the roster before the game he was in your lineup, but maybe you made that change recently or I just was crazy. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot of changes you, you make there. Hayden Hurst. Uh, yeah, I mean, your, your roster set is ready to roll, and uh, we'll see how the guys perform. Uh, for me, I got Justin Herbert coming back off bye week, hopefully ready to go without Mike Williams. Uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, I don't know if he's healthy. I don't know if he's not healthy. It's a crapshoot. Who knows? Josh Jacobs, um, hopefully we'll get back into stardom. You know, was just completely blowing everybody uh, up until – he went to New Orleans, and the uh, offense for the Raiders did nothing. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I think I was offered a trade for $50,000 yesterday. So, Bill, if you're interested in that, let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely open for that. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is now wide receiver one status. He's a stud. And, um, you know, I, I spent some money on him early. Had to wait out his suspension for his um, uh, steroid or whatever. And uh, it's good to – have DeAndre back in the lineup, especially since Mike Williams isn't going. Right now, I've got Isaiah McKenzie, Bob Tunyon, Darnell Mooney, and James Conner. I'm not sure if James is going to play. Um, you know, that, that uh, that's to be determined. Uh, Deontay Johnson, on, he has been irrelevant this year. Chase Edmonds now with Bronco, with Denver, he's been irrelevant this year. Um, you know, I've got Brian Edmonds on the bench. I'm not sure what, you know, the Russian attack looks like for the commanders. But, yeah, that's that's really the only – the only possible changes that you know I would consider. Uh, interesting. I got Kadarius Tony on the bench. We'll see if his hamstring miraculously is healed once he gets out of New York. So um, not not sure what, what what it looks like there, but um, but yeah, Team Repco against Team BBA Jay Brown, the battle of the BBAs. You know, I, I always pick myself. I've got that wrong for four or no six no six out of eight times this year. But I'm, I got to stick with my guns, and my guns are to go with me. All right, finally, injured reserve. Uh, 81.7 NWO Wolfpack 93.7. All right, we've got uh, injured reserve Joe Burrow. Miles Sanders came in yesterday, almost had 100 yards on a TD. Uh, you know, Benjamin, you know, he's going to be as good as James Conner is hurt. Um, T. Higgins, the guy that beat me in the Monday Night Miracle last week, had a late touchdown. You know, an inconsequential, doesn't mean anything. But, you know, let me just get this 43-yarder for a TD to beat Jay. And that's what he did. Uh, Rondell Moore, you know, had a solid week last week. Uh, got into the end zone. Um, we'll see if he can duplicate that against a Seattle uh, defense that gives up big plays. The B. Jordan guy, Brevin Jordan. Yeah, I didn't even know who that was. Um, I still don't. Um, I'm trying to get some information on him, but I'm just not able to so you played brevin jordan yesterday i don't know who he is um he's a tight end but that's all i know so i mean you must be hurting in the tight end position i have to play that guy on a thursday night um chris godwin and clyde edwards alaire we'll see what um what it looks like you know the joe burrow kyler miller kyler murray saga continues there he goes george kittle's on a bye this week um c lamb's on a bye russell wilson's on a bye um, so yeah, we'll see what um, you know what you guys do. I, I don't think that they're going to beat NW Wolfpack. You know, NWO got a good, a, a, a decent performance out of AJ Brown. I mean, 
coming off a three touchdown, 157, 156 game uh, performance against the Steelers. You know, anything is going to be a disappointment, but he did get into the end zone. Uh, so you got to like that on the Thursday night. But Geno Smith, Travis Etienne, the clear number one, just balling in Jacksonville. Uh, Damian Harris, uh, Stefan Diggs, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, Mark Andrews, Evan Ingram, and uh, is that KJ Osborne? Um, you know, your flex position leaves some to be desired, but um, but you know your roster has has become something that's shaping up to be a, a solid roster. Um, you know, I don't know what you do. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. I mean, your flex. Yeah, there's. I, I don't think I'm making any changes. But um, you know, you're projected to win. Your, your AJ Brown came out and did and did solid on Thursday night. You can't. Playing there, and uh, and yeah, I think that NWO Wolfpack is going to take this one too. Just a quick final standings projections. We've got Corn Pop the Bad Dude now projected to finish in second. Patron Saint of Shane now projected to finish in ninth. Commish Faux Life first place on the projection. Um, we know that you know him and ESPN are um, you know our boys. They've uh, they've got a, a, a history together of, of making sure that uh, things happen for for um, you know certain teams in this league, i.e. his own. And so you know it, it was just a matter of time before ESPN. You know they, they wanted to make it seem like they didn't have a thing going, and now you know there's there's no doubt. So commission for life with the uh, projection to finish on top this year. Hollywood Shane B projected for twelfth. Riverboat Juan projected for fourth. NWO Wolfpack fifth. Injured Reserve 11th. Uh, Rocky Mountain Swamp Dogs third. BBAJ Brown seventh. Team Repco eighth. Team Turner sixth. And all of the sudden it hurts in tenth for the projection. Guys, we know that this means nothing. Well, we know that, you know, anything happened. There's a lot of parity in this league. You know, if you look at the standings, we've got Kamish for life. Um, he's six and two. He, he has scored. Um, the second most points in the league, but he has um, the least amount. Nope, second to least amount of points against in the league. Um, you know that that the law of averages, boys. The law of averages. It all evens out. You know, Riverboat Wine is about fifty fifty. Team Repco about fifty fifty. And when I say fifty fifty, you know, for those of you that, that don't know, have any idea what I'm talking about, you know, points for point against points against. You know, it's about a fifty fifty split. So there you have it. Rocky Mountain Swamp Dog. You know, he's closer to sixty five thirty five. Um, you know, law of averages, boys. Just wait on it. Corn Pop the bad dude. Uh, putting up huge numbers this year. You know, he's at about a 60-40 split uh, or so. NW Wolfpack, you know, 45-55. Uh, all of a sudden, Jones is cooking. He's about a 45-55. Uh, Patron Saint of Shane, he's about 50-50. Team Turner, he's about, uh, I don't know, 47-53. to 53. Injured Reserve is about, um, I don't know, 44-56. to 56. Uh, BBA J. Brown, uh, he's about a 43-57. to 57. And Hollywood, Shane B. is about a 35-65. to 65. So, you know, the law of averages is going to take place. And we're going to see there's parity in the league. You know, there's a lot of good managers in the league. There are, um, you know, moves to be made still. I, I don't know. I didn't read the text message group to see – um, you know, if there is a trade deadline, when the trade deadline is, if we've gone to, you know, another uh, ESPN, um, excuse me, another fantasy football um, uh, 
you know, app or, or platform. Um, I, I haven't really been up to date on any of that this week. Uh, I, I'm taking the nutgrass approach, man. Just lay low, uh, be observant, um, be vigilant, be vigilant and, um, uh, and just, um, you know, take some names on people. And uh, so that's what, that's what I'm doing this week. Um, I, I, I do want to give a shout out to, uh, all of a sudden Jones is cooking. You know, he is correct. Michael Thomas not being able to play fantasy football is bad for the industry. And, you know, I saw something that, you know, Michael Thomas with a, a hangnail in his big toe, you know, is out for the season. But Brian Robinson, who gets shot in the leg, you know, he's back after four or five games. And, you know, I don't know what that looks like, you know, in your world, but to me, you know, as a fan of Michael Thomas and as a fan of fantasy football, it's, it's tough to see. It's tough to see a guy like Michael Thomas, you know, go down with a hangnail uh, in his big toe when he's out for the year because it's just not good for our industry. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying anything you don't already know. You know, I thought that all of a sudden Jones is cooking. You know, uh, I thought he, he um, you know, said it perfectly in the group text yesterday. So, boys, uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I wish you the best this week as you, um, you know, do whatever it is that you do uh, on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, I uh, hope everyone's boosted. I hope everyone can, you know, avoid all of those germs that are floating around um, in this world. Um, and you are able to guard yourself and guard your hearts against the, the things that are attacking. Um, I would like to uh, just weekly um, – let you know that we're blessed to, li- to live in a world of fantasy where we don't have to worry about kickers and defenses to decide matchups on a week-to-week basis. Um, stay boosted, boys. Uh, go Jags. Go America. And long live Shane B.